0: If you ever take Highway 59 between Douglas and Gillette, you might have noticed that recently, there are more state troopers giving out more citations. In addition to this increased police presence, Governor Matt Mead has proposed nearly $22 million in safety upgrades. Why? Because since 2010, accidents on this section of Highway 59 have nearly doubled, but lawmakers are just now taking action. For Wyoming Public Radio, Lee Patterson reports. Driving along the 115-mile stretch, there's tons of traffic, but little else, until you get to the bill store.
1: It's a convenience store with a bar in the back. I have ranchers and coal miners and oil fields and tourists.
0: Owner Nell Bride says that because of the boom, Business is up. See you guys later. Yep. Thanks. And so is the traffic.
1: It used to be a lazy, slow highway. Now, it's like speed racer highway. Um, It's not uncommon for people to pass you doing 80, 90 miles an hour.
0: But that could change. Last month, Wyoming's Department of Transportation lowered the speed limit in bill from 65 to 50. But that was only after a series of angry public meetings, an increase in crashes from 51 to 97 over the past three years, and a lot of close calls.
1: A semi was not paying attention. We were at a complete stop and he almost hit us. I saw my life flash in front of my eyes. It's, I, that scared the tar out of me.
0: I don't think anybody three years ago saw the exponential growth that we're seeing. Jim Willicks is chairman of the Converse County Commissioners. That's where much of Wyoming's oil boom is taking place. Willicks says changes in transportation policy tend to be reactive because in order to, say, lower a speed limit... Federal law and state law requires a a traffic study be done. And although officials fast-tracked that study in bill, it couldn't be done before the boom because a traffic study requires traffic and funding. As a county... We're putting millions of dollars into road and bridge projects, but we didn't have millions of dollars to put into road and bridge projects until we had the oil and gas development to generate the revenue so we could put it into roads. Across the country, states are throwing money at the problem of oil and gas traffic. North Dakota has invested $409 million to build truck bypass routes in boomtowns. And in 2013, the Texas legislature allocated $225 million to fund road repairs in energy-producing areas. But if you can see a boom coming, is there any way to prepare your roads before it hits? Khalid Sabadi is director of Wyoming's Technology Transfer Center, and he says yes, with the help of some surveillance gear.
1: You know, on the bottom, they have GPS units, they have video cameras everywhere.
0: It looks like a storm chaser's truck.
1: Yeah, it's true. That's probably what it is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) In September, this vehicle and a few others drove around rural Wyoming gathering visual data on road thickness, rut depth, roughness and cracks.
1: And then they convert those video images into numbers, into what we call pavement condition index. It
0: sounds like baseline testing for roads.
1: Baseline testing. That's exactly what it is.
0: It's a pilot program, but the goal of collecting this baseline-type data is that when energy development arrives, the impact can be measured against what the road quality was before. And then states and counties can resolve problems early on with small fixes like road repair and passing
1: lanes. We don't know for how long we're going to have drilling activities, so I think this is really an excellent strategy to improve safety on two-lane rural highways.
0: But Shiloh White, an oil worker who I met at the bill store, says traffic on Highway 59 has been so bad for so long that locals... They call it the coal miner 500. So mixed, mixed oil field with the coal miners, and you got nothing but a, it's a raceway. Dangerous one. The state's Joint Appropriations Committee heard the governor's request for funding for highway upgrades earlier this month. And the legislature will discuss it early next year. For Wyoming Public Radio... I'm Lee Patterson.